ghosts, UFOs, alien encounters, and all things paranormal. These are real stories from real people. This is Fear of the Unknown. Welcome. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> I'm going to be bleeping out your name, so every time I say it's going to be a bleep. Awesome. Yeah. I've got this really super special guest I've been waiting to talk to you for ages now. I think, how long have I been bothering you to come on this podcast for? Um, long time. Mm-hmm. Feels like six months, but I don't think it's that long. Yeah. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. Actually, after a conversation I had with you one day, that made me go ahead with this idea of, of doing podcasts and talking to people, because yeah. I was hoping there's other people with weird experiences. And if you haven't heard the other podcasts... It's incredible. Like, these are just people I know personally. Everyone seems to have a story of, like, something weird. Like, I've got a friend who pretty much, it seems like he was in this time bubble. That's Him and crazy. his mum experienced some stuff. Other friends where they've, like, shared dreams and, you know, they wake up from this dream, they walk into the kitchen and, and something explodes on the table. And Whoa. and these are people I know personally who, I know they have no reason to lie. They're not attention seekers. They, they haven't been telling this stuff to other people, so... That's cool. I have to yeah. listen to them. But anyway, your story is something I've been really excited to hear and to share with other people. You know, I've referred to it heaps, but I want you to just walk us through everything that happened on that night. Okay. In as much detail as you want. Okay. So, I went to this, like, meditation class that was up in the hills. And I've been going to these classes for a little while. And it's just like we basically have a group of people and we do meditation. So... It finished, and then, like, everyone leaves the place, and it's, like, a big two-story house that they do it in, like, in Perth. Yeah, so we all finished the session, and then we went down, and everyone was getting in their cars to, like, leave the property, and because it's, like, in a farm sort of area in the hills, um, it was, like, a really, really long driveway, and I was the last person to get in my car and leave the house. I could see the, like, lights of the last car in front of me down the, like, driveway, and it's, like, a really long driveway. And then I started to drive home, and it's nighttime, so it was probably, like, 10 o'clock at night or something, and so it's quite dark as well, like, pitch black, because there's not really any lights around because it's the country. And um, I sort of started driving forward, and I saw something in the corner of my eye. I had to, like, double take, and I looked back at it, and basically what I saw was, like, a disc-shaped UFO, but because it was night, it had lights, so it was like... In which direction were you looking? <clears throat> to the left side of me. So okay. it was like driving the car, and then I look... So just outside the window, you weren't looking across the car? No, I was looking outside the left, like, window. Like, you oh, know, the passenger drive- side. I'm so dyslexic. <laughs> we drive on the right side, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the right side. So it was that's on the left side of me, right? I'm driving, it was on the yeah. left side of me. Yeah. Like, and I just saw it in the corner of my eye in the window and I turned and I did a double take and yeah it was really close to me I could make out the disc shape of it and it had the bright lights in front so there was like probably like five or six lights on that side of the UFO mm-hmm. and the weirdest thing was that it didn't make any sound yeah it was just hovering there with no sound yeah and then it was like when I saw it it spotted me spotting it and then it just sort of went whoop, up into the sky like really quickly into the stars and how did it, how do you know it, it spotted you spotting it? It just, oh, well, it was a feeling I had. It was like I knew it and it knew me. The kind of feeling that I had was like deja vu. But I got that more, like, 
as it was happening, like a big feeling of deja vu, like I know this, they know me, they've seen that I've seen them, and then they've gone. Wow. It's really weird. But so it's like if you see, it, it's like if you spot a deer in the woods and it looks at you, and yeah. you're like, oh shit, we yeah. saw each other. Yeah, it was kind of like they knew I knew that clocked them, like they knew I clocked them. Looking but that's them. weird. Like, how can you left. tell? How can you? T- it's just a feeling. It was just the way it happened. Like it was just as my brain processed what it was. That's when they're like shit, gone. Yeah. And it was like in a flash, they it like warp speed or something. I don't know. It just went whoop into the sky, into the yeah. stars at that pace, which nothing that we have can go that fast. Is there anything else that you know it could possibly be? Well, not that I can think of. Not yeah. really. Because I mean, it was so, it was so like clear. That. It wasn't just an orb in the sky. It was no, like you it was could really see. close to me too. So what did, what, what did the design of it look like? It was like what you would think a standard dish shape would look like, but with lights. Like that's the shape of it. Okay. And because of the lights, like I couldn't make out very fine details because the lights are sort of in front of it. Yeah. Um, you know, but like yeah. it was quite low to the ground. It was. Probably the same height as the house. So the house was two story and it was the same height as the house. Yeah. And how far away from you was it? Not that far. I don't, I'm not the best at judging distance meters, but it wasn't that far from me. It was. Would you say from here to like that picture? Yeah, it might have even been a bit closer than that. Holy crap. But it was probably. That's like 12 meters away. Maybe where that, what do you call that piece of The cabinet? Yeah, the cabinet. Yeah. Like that's maybe, seven, seven meters away or something. Yeah. It wasn't far. That's crazy. It was really, good. It was really big and close. And then it went... And so this is something I asked you before what? because, yeah. I mean, to me, I'm, I'm still totally on the fence. I mean, I, I think you can't truly 100% believe until you've actually experienced, experienced it. it. But yeah, like, I, I, I if love someone it. else told me this before that had happened to me, I probably would think of it as an open-minded thing, but then I would like... I would question them. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't happen. Uh, one thing that's common with a lot of these sort of close sightings that I've come across, because yeah. I've tried to look into a lot of people's experiences that are similar to yours, yeah. and the ones that aren't sort of like de- delusional, crazy ones, they seem <laughs> to have a, a similar thing. And this we were discussing it before, and that's that the light, even though it was really bright, it didn't make you squint. It didn't feel like no. it was blinding. Yeah, it wasn't blinding. It just was there, like... Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I find that bizarre. Yeah. It's not like sunlight where you can't look at it. Not like that at all. But even if someone has their high beams and they're coming down the That's true. road at you. Yeah, it wasn't like that, no. Yeah. This leads to the other part of it, which is, in my mind, it almost explains why skeptics don't usually see any of this sort of crap. Well, I think that when I did that meditation, yeah, it kind of put me exactly. into a different frequency or like a vibration or something like like your mind is sort of in a different spot than what you maybe what you normally would see you're seeing another dimension or something else i don't really know exactly i can't explain that but it could have had some impact on why i saw it and it felt like i was only the person that was meant to see it because everyone else was gone it was when i was by myself it's like that was meant for me just to see yeah yeah that's why everyone else had left by that point. You know, something that creeps me out a little bit Yeah, is how you say that it was, you had like this feeling of deja vu. Yeah. Like that was tenfold. That was a strong feeling of deja vu. 
Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard anything that can compare to that? Not to that amount of deja vu. Of like, like it was, I it was know like, this. Oh my God. I'm, yeah. It was yeah. like, I know this. I've done this. I've, and I didn't feel scared at all when it happened. I mm. was just experiencing it. And I was like, ah, like, yeah. I feel like I know this. this. Yeah. But it wasn't scary until the next day. Then I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So <laughs> in, in a second, we'll talk about what happened after this because there's a couple yes. more things that happened. Yeah. So I have a, like a feeling, and this is just like the morbid curiosity part of me, or, yeah. like, or the morbid assumption part of mm-hmm. me that feels like possibly. Mm. It was an abduction. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> it happened in a moment, and you had yeah. this feeling of like, "Hey, I know this." Yeah, I don't know. Like, I didn't wake up the next day and have any like incisions or anything like this. Yeah. But they say sometimes because I did research after, obviously, because yeah. it's like what um, they did like this research that. Um, yeah, like I definitely didn't have any incisions, anything like this. So I thought basically. I could have had an experience where I, I met them and they wipe your mind, like yeah. and you can't remember anything. So I don't know if that happened or not. Yeah. Um, but what did happen was as I was driving home, it was probably about maybe like a 20 minute or longer drive home from where I was. And I was driving downhill, down the hills and it's pitch black, remember, because there's, like, no lights. So, yeah. I had my high beams on and I was just driving down the road and I see this, like, wombat in the middle of the road, which is really weird because I've never, ever seen a wombat there before, like, in the area mm. or even in WA at all. I've never seen one. Yeah. I've seen one in, like... Um, they, got, they got one at Cavish and Wildlife Park. Yeah, I've seen one in a wildlife park, them, but yeah. that's, like, later, like, not even before then. I've never actually seen a wild, like, a actual wombat at all in my whole life before that. So, How big it, was it? It was just, like, a wombat size. Okay. Like, it was fat and sturdy Because, yeah, and when, I, when I retold your story, I'll, They I'd are say- really big, though, but, like, I guess I was seeing it from in a car, like, so you don't see... So, like, do it with your hands. How big was it? Because wombats can be for like... For me, it looked like that. But okay, then, that's a massive wombat. That's like the size of an esky. Yeah. It was sturdy. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like a possum or anything. Yeah. yeah They've killed people. When you, when you hit a wombat... Are like, like you big, can... though. It depends on the breed, I guess. Yeah. Like the type of wombat. I don't um, know. Yeah, I mean... There must be, I think it, there's right. a few different ones, but this guy was big anyway. <laughs> that's the size he was. And... <laughs> <laughs> it was a wombat, right? <laughs> it felt like... It looked like a wombat. And I was driving, and I had this little car, and I'm like, I'm going to hit this freaking thing. I can't get out of the way. If I swerve, I'm going to, like, go off the road and hit a tree or something. So, because I was going, like, 100 or something, which I think is the speed limit there, I went downhill, and I was like, I'm going to hit it. I'll just put it in between my wheels of the car yeah. so I don't go over it. But still, my car's pretty low to the floor. Like, yeah, I remember that little... It's a really little car, yeah. that little, a little Holden. And I was like, I'm going to hit it anyway. So I was waiting for the like to feel yeah. the bump because you know that's what you expect. But when I went over it, there was like nothing. It was like I just didn't hit anything. And I looked in my revision mirror and it's pitch black. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm not going to stop because I don't want to get out of the car. <laughs> I don't want it. Like, it's dark. I don't so want to drive back. Are you thinking? Are you thinking to yourself the whole time driving back? I just saw a fucking UFO. Yes, I was like. You know when you're just shocked and you're like, what the fuck just yeah. happened? Yeah. And yeah. then that happened and I was like, okay, just keep driving and go home. You know? So I drove all the way home, kind of like, what the hell? 
and I got home and I got in the house and I felt like, okay, I'm at home now, <laughs> went upstairs, went to sleep. And then I had this really weird dream after that. And it was so vivid. It was like mm, one of the most vivid dreams I've ever had. And it was almost psychedelic in a way because my skin was sort of splitting open and these rainbow colors were coming out of my skin everywhere. Like mm-hmm. it was just so vivid, the colors and stuff. Yeah. And I've never had a dream like that before. That was a really specific, crazy yeah. dream. And yeah, and I woke up the next day and that was it. So this session that you had at this meditation thing, mm. was it like anything, was it special in particular? Like, did you feel that you no. made some sort of deeper connection at all? Not really. It was just like a normal meditation. Yeah. I didn't feel anything different. Like, and a lot of people ask me, were you on drugs? Were you this? Yeah. Were you that? Obviously, those questions, no, none of that. I yeah. think I had some water. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even have a coffee today. And I, was thinking, I don't What's drink wrong coffee. <laughs> yeah, I don't drink much, like tea or coffee. Yeah. So I had like water, that was it. Yeah. So yeah, I just, there was no reason for me to have experienced that. But I know that the people that owned that house said that they've seen a lot of, like not just them, but other people who go to the house have seen different things happen in that house. It's, it's like a, maybe like an energy vortex type place because they yeah, see all kinds stuff. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm not the first person that's seen a UFO there either. They've yeah. told me that other people have seen them there. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know. That's incredible. It's weird. So I've got, <laughs> I've got a couple questions. Yeah. Would you ever consider going back there and... Checking, and just hanging out and checking it out? Yeah, I could go back there. Yeah. But I know that the people that owned it, one of them passed away. And I think there's another, the other couple, because there were a couple, the other person still might be alive, but they're older, like they were older at the time. Yeah. So I don't know who lives there anymore. Yeah. Is there any way you can find out? Maybe. <laughs> Probably. Because I want to camp out and see your phone. Yeah, it's on their property. They have like a dam. I forgot to mention like the UFO was near the dam that yeah. they have on the property. Was as it well. like above the water? Kind of, yeah. Not like right above the water, but it was very close to the water. Okay. The water was on the other side. So the UFO was in between me and the water. Ah. Uh-huh. And the water, the dam is next to the house. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a field after that. Yeah. And the driveway that goes out. And there's a couple of other properties on that long driveway to the main road. Yeah. Yeah. So part two of this is that we're going to go and okay. camp out and find it. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we have to. Okay, but I don't know if we'll see anything. But Who cares? Yeah. I just want to be I've been there since, and yeah. I never saw anything after that, like, because I went to do more But, you know, we'll, we'll light some things. candles and, you know. <laughs> we'll do a meditation beforehand, <laughs> see if we see anything. <laughs> Kill a couple of chickens, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Ritual, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen a UFO since then, though. Yeah, but that's that was still a, one time, but it was... It sounds like the they big, knew what they were doing, whoever yeah. they are. Okay, and the other question is, would you ever consider <laughs> yeah. doing, uh, what's it called, that hypnotherapy that helps you remember stuff? Oh, yeah. Because a lot of people that have claimed to have been abducted, their memory gets wiped, and they just end up driving in their car again. Like I could do that. Yeah, yeah regressive hypnotherapy. I'm kind of nervous, but yeah, I could do that. Yeah? I'm very nervous about it. Would you do it as part it. of the podcast, you know, like... Oh, okay. That could be part two. Or part three. Okay. I'm nervous to do it, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll split the cost with you. How about that? Okay. 
I can. I don't mind trying. Right. I'm not. I don't think I can get hypnotized though. But have you ever had a hypnotherapy before? I've had like one, but it wasn't like that. It was. It was kind of a hypnotherapy, yeah. But it was like I had my eyes closed, I think, and I was lying down, and they sort of took me back to some like a past life I had. Okay. Yeah. So you've got a bit of a background with kind of like yeah. believing the supernatural a little bit. You've got an open mind. Okay. I have an open mind, yeah. Yeah. Is there any sort of stuff that you're like totally, that you believe in? That I totally believe in? Yeah. Or don't? That's like unconventional kind of belief. I believe that there's other things. Like, I think, especially with, okay, with the UFO thing, I think it's kind of stupid to think that there couldn't be life other than our lives. You know, intelligent life in the universe because there's so many planets out there that it's actually plausible that there will be at least a few others. But we just don't know enough about that at all. You know how they say every conversation leads to, like, people talking about Hitler? What's it called? It's something's law. Godwin's law. Where it's like, if you have a conversation, at one point it's going to come down to, like, you comparing something to Hitler or you talking about Hitler. Yeah, okay. Called God on on the podcast. Are you bringing up Hitler? No, no. Okay. no I'm not. Well, technically, uh, just like yeah. it leads to Hitler. Yeah. Okay. But every every single time I interview someone, what you just said is said. What? Which part? Just that the universe is so big, so there has to be life out there. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I just think that, and especially because well, I experienced you know what? It's fair too. enough. Fair enough, though. I'm not criticizing that because. Yeah. I think that traditionally people were brought up, especially with like religious beliefs, that's like, you know, we're the only ones, you know. Yeah. I mean, I was brought up religious, and now that I think, when I think about it, it's like there's nothing in the Bible that says that we're the only ones, you know. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of a bit. Didn't um, I? I think I saw something on TV actually about the Pentagon releasing some footage Mm. recently. Of like yeah, UFO. I got pretty excited about all that. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a video that debunks those ones pretty well. Yeah, it's called like the Nisman sighting. That's sort of tied up with that as well. There was a ex pilot, and he's been given oh, permission yeah. to go around and talk about an experience right. where he saw this tic tac shaped UFO that was moving around and doing dying. Yeah. But all those other videos, yeah, I've seen this guy who is an expert on infrared technology. Uh. And and gimbal technology, and he sort of recreated all those... The things? Yeah. Right. It just came up on the TV, like, literally yesterday or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's weird, hey? Yeah. I think the reason why they've declassified it is because it's debunkable. Maybe. <laughs> it's kind of the vibe I get. Otherwise, it's like, why would they show that? It seems like the history behind UFOs and the military are so closely tied together that yeah. it's, it seems to be extremely important that governments and the military cover this up for some reason. Yeah. For maybe whatever for reason that is. The technology or something. Yeah. Oh, anyway, about the wombat thing. Oh, yeah. When we first talked about it, you said that it had some type of significance that you, you heard of something. Oh. It, because otherwise that it. just yeah. sounds like a weird wombat story. But there is a connection That's to true. This lady told me, like, because I told her my experience, and she said that, you know, when people see, like, something in the middle of the road after they've had, like, a UFO experience that can be having contact with a being, but they just disguise themselves as different creatures. 
Okay. So that you're you don't freak when you see them. Like they can shape shift. I'm presenting myself in a form you can comprehend. Yeah. <laughs> she said something about owls and I don't know, I haven't really looked up that sometimes they come across as owls or things owls like that. Owls are freaky anyway. Yeah. Have you seen that picture of baby owls? It looks yeah, owls are freaky. Actually. I'll show you this the picture of baby heads. owls. I'll, I'll chuck it in the Go. comments. <laughs> but yeah, like the fact that I didn't hit anything, like I didn't feel the car hit anything is weird. Yeah. So that is that weird. kind of made sense. Especially that it the could size that you're something. showing it, like it's impossible. Like, it would be like hitting a small dog or something. Even a four wheel drive that and was off the off the road would have yeah, hit that. Like it would have hit my car because the wheels are not that high up. No. So it would have hit it and I was it, waiting I for it. I remember that car, yeah. the little buzz box yeah. that you bought off it's a tiny. mutual friend, yeah. So the fact that I didn't hit anything was just weird and my like, how does it just disappear all of a sudden? Oh my god, they are creepy. Oh, they look like aliens, actually. So gross. Weird. Yeah. Okay. People have said a lot, like, they get abducted when they're in their cars as well, and that's, like, another thing that I looked up later, but I haven't done that much research into it. I just sort of took it as an experience more, because I experienced it, and I was like, I don't know, like, I know what I saw. (laughs) It's so strange, because all these people have these experiences, yet there's... No physical, um, there's nothing, there's no physical, like, tangible evidence that's ever left over. It feels like when people experience these things, they're experiencing an overlap in sort of dimensions. Maybe, Because one of the famous ones was um, a family traveling through the Nullarbor. They're just a regular family. They weren't, like, and to this day, they're very private. Mm. Um but they were on the news saying that they were shaped, chased by an egg-shaped UFO. Hmm. They just chased them like um, down this like I forget what the name of that Nullarbor Road is. Yeah, is but it, it, the chased them, <laughs> it, it chased them for a long time. It covered their car. It like tried to lift up their car. It covered Shit. their car with like this black crap that was like tar that was like right. seeping into everything. They arrive. They That's arrive so at weird. a town and they wake someone up. And all of this stuff is missing off their car. All the dents that they thought that they saw, everything mm-hmm. was missing. However, every single every single family member swears. And they saw it. Yeah, and they have exactly the same story. It's like, yeah, it's like, well, it, I don't know, like maybe they can get into your mind and sort of like change something about it. Or like, I don't know. like If they can remove memories, maybe they can manipulate memories too. Yeah, but, it could be like that. I don't know, because... Yeah, like, if they can wipe your mind and if they can sort of maybe show themselves, like, their form in a different way. Yeah. I don't know. It's possible. But then there's people that actually, I don't know, I guess they've been abducted and then they've seen that they've got, like, a scar and they have something. Yeah. Like, that's tangible on their body, like a bruise or something like this. Just. Freaky. And that's what that woman asked me. She's like, do you have any things like that? I was like, no. She's like, oh, okay. Like, I think it was just a visit. Like, they visited you. Yeah. And, like, she thought that the dream that I had was, like, that I, I, um. I just remembered something. Yeah. <sighs> okay. No shit. You know how you, we were talking before about that thing on your arm? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not joking here. Exactly the same spot on my other friend Sophia's arm, she had this weird sort of experience. She woke up and she had like a bit of a, a soreness, like peeling skin oh, yeah. on her arm in exactly that same spot. 
my son Matthew, he had this sleep paralysis dream and he's describing this crap that I've, I know that he doesn't know crap about military and yeah. aliens and stuff. I never talked to, it about, to him about it. Yeah. He woke up from this stupidly vivid dream. Mm. It wasn't stupidly. It was like extremely vivid like yeah. sleep paralysis dream where he saw aliens fighting military and stuff. Oh, yeah. He had a thing on his arm as well in mm. exactly that spot. Really? Yeah. This- so maybe last night something happened. In preparation for this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, I just didn't, yeah. Anyway, what were you saying? I just totally derailed. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I think it was about the dream. She said that the colors coming out of my body represented, like, me having a cleansing. Like, it, like they sort of, I don't know, like, it was a good thing, not a bad thing okay. that happened. That's how she sort of described it. How do you feel about it, though? I felt fine at the time. I thought it was kind of cool at the time. I was like, wow, this is like, but I was sort of experiencing it and and taking it in. So it was a little bit bit in shock, Mm. but I was also like, whoa, did I just, what? Like, did that just happen? Mm. That's, and the deja vu, I was like, wow. Like, I was just mind blown, I think. And then it was like afterwards where I was like, what the fuck? I'm so scared now. Like, I was like a bit scared after. Does part of it feel like a bit of a violation? I don't feel violated. But like now? No. Nope. If you think about it. I don't it. feel violated. I didn't feel violated. I felt like I knew them and I did, like I knew this, what was going on. I kind of knew. Yeah. And I felt like I was picked to see it. I don't know. I actually felt like, oh, cool, because not everyone gets to experience that. So I was kind of like, yeah, that's kind of cool that I got to experience it. But if someone was to say, do you want to have experience it again? I'd probably be like, no, not really. Because <laughs> I'm yeah, kind of like intense. worried now. Like, yeah. what if like, you know, it's more scary well, like, look, the we're next experience? Do, I don't want we're, that. We're going we're gonna, to um, we're gonna try regressive hypnotherapy and then we'll see. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> we'll see what they really did. I don't know. Do you seriously want to try it? I'll try it. I'm but I'm also scared of it. Sorry? Yeah. I said know? I'll try it, but I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm nervous. Oh. Your technology is going all crazy. Siri, yeah, Siri. Like, <laughs> every time you say seriously, but like too quickly, it, oh. it's, I'm listening. <laughs> well, actually, the thing I wanted to ask you is at the moment, yeah. I've changed your voice, so you're unrecognizable. Okay. What is it that made you want to be anonymous? Well, because... Um, some people just would, if they knew who you were as well, they would just, like, I think they would act differently. They think you're like crazy or something. Yeah. Some people do still. Have and you come across that? I've told some people, yeah. like, open-minded people about this experience and they like, think it's like, they're like, wow, like that's awesome. Like, yeah. and they're kind of interested in hearing about it. But then there are people like, I know the general public pretty well. And there are people in the general public that would be like, yeah. You're a cray-cray um, <laughs> So that's kind of my... Part of me getting into this sort of stuff is that I've tried to join as many like UFO groups on Facebook yeah. as I can. And it's like 95% bullcrap, you know. Mm. Like people that, you know, the Elon Musk Starlink satellites yeah. that go across? Yeah. Usually people see those Starlink satellites and they think it's a UFO. UFO. Okay. It's almost all of the sightings are like that, but... Right. There's a heap of stuff that's also really plausible. Mm-hmm. However, the amount of sightings have gone up 
where people mm-hmm. will see similar experiences to you. And along with that, there seems to be a group of, uh, not a group, but like an element of trolling that has also increased like mm-hmm. crazy. There was one group I even had to leave because it's just a mocking group. Yeah. People would join and they're like, you know, thanks for letting me join, guys. Here's my experience. And immediately it just gets filled with comments of people mocking them, yeah. giving them crap. and Yeah, exactly. And I can, <laughs> I can tell why someone would, would not want to talk about this sort of stuff. But I guess like in your industry, oh, we won't go yeah. into that, but with your industry, it's sort of important that, you know, people yeah. don't know who you are and think that you're some sort of lunatic yeah (laughs) he's a politician by the way (laughs) yeah yeah well that was another reason but i just kind of know from i've heard like other people open up and tell different experiences and then you see what happens to them sometimes people judge them yeah so yeah i'm kind of like i tell people who i don't think will be judgmental like that yeah and i I just know who not to tell (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) And the way things work, I mean, the way, I mean, the way cover-ups work, this is slightly sidestepping, but it's related to what we're talking about, is that the government doesn't, um, if they try to cover up, they don't, this is seemingly, okay, like, I don't even know if any of this is totally real or not, <laughs> but like, it seems that they just make people look stupid. They don't, yeah. they're not going to kill you, they're not going to, you know, yeah, they make really you look crazy instead. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, it's all in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen um, Bob Lazar? No. It's on Netflix. You'd love it. Okay. You'd fucking love it. Yeah. He, he works on a, he worked on a UFO that's similar to the one, the way you described. Yeah. Um, he called it the sports model because it was like really sleek. Yeah, and, sleek. And um, because yeah. there are the ones that look like, like a jelly mold. Oh, okay, yeah. Other ones that look kind of totally different. It seems that because they don't have to rely on aerodynamics, right? they can be whatever shape that they need to be. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And that opens the realm to um, to alien species as well because, like, a different shape could represent a different species. And True. Because, I mean, yeah. that's, that's part of this whole law that there are lots of different types of aliens. Like, you've got the small greys. You got the tall greys that like to yeah. interact with your dreams. Yeah, you got the um, you've got the like big insect, like praying mantis looking ones that usually work <laughs> alongside the um, the tall greys and stuff. Yeah, it's really yeah. really interesting. I'd be interested to know which ones they were, but I yeah. I have a feeling that they were greys. I don't know if it was tall or short. I don't know, but yeah. that's just my guess. Yeah. I have no idea. We're going to find out soon anyway. Okay. From the, the hypnosis. <laughs> you know, I'm, so, I'm so keen to, um, to visit the place as well. Oh, you know, yeah. Uh, just, you know, set up a couple comfort yeah, chairs. I have to find out what, what the address is again. I vaguely remember. Yeah. <laughs> this is a while ago. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look really nervous right now. Yeah, I'm like, I'm okay going to the place easy. Yeah. The yeah. hypnosis, I'm like, well, I don't know yeah. why. I just, oh, yeah. It's like, don't like, tell me the stuff that I've purposely repressed subconsciously. I mean. I don't know. Like, I don't remember anything else. Like, yeah. Yeah. But uh, a lot of the stuff that um, Bob Lazar, he, yeah, he, he worked on reverse engineering. Um, the vehicles. The, yeah, the, yeah. The, the propulsion method. Because okay. you know how they move super fast. Yeah. 
apparently they just bend to space. That would surprise me. And they just like, it just falls, basically. They sort of compress the space in front of it, and and then the vehicle just falls into it. Yeah. Okay. That explains how that thing went so quick. Did you notice it sort of stretching as it went up, or did it move up just as a... It sort of did a little, like, I don't know, how do you... It scooped up. Scooped up, yeah. Oh, so so it was on its side... I'm sorry, it, it was, was just flat, flat and, and then sort of scooped like, up. So, yeah, well, that's exactly what how he describes they move. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it went at such speed, yeah. it was in the stars in a second. Like, yeah. not even a second. Just as quick as you could see it do it. You know? like, yeah. It did it that fast. Yeah. And then it was gone in the stars somewhere. Like, there. Yeah. yeah. It was quick. So it was cool. And that's why, like, nothing can move like that. Without any sound. I've seen, like, like I've watched hover. these videos of, like, The Flash and Superman. Yeah. And, like, um, you know, so theorists sort of say what would happen if The Flash was real. And, yeah. And he was, like, running. Yeah. And the atoms that would collect in front of him and the, the shock waves that would be produced. And this is just by a man running mm-hmm. really fast at that speed that they... Uh, like saying he's running, he can run. Yeah, it would it would pretty much destroy the Earth by wow. by the amount of um by how much it would sort of be like screwing with the molecules in the air. Really? Yeah, that's cool. It's like yeah. it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's like my. It, it I show that video. Actually, if you look, um, it's like film theorists, the yeah. film theorists channel. They they look okay. into stuff like that. Hmm. Superman, because they have a race. Who can move? Who can go the fastest? Okay. <laughs> yeah, and they're sort of like theorizing what would happen if they actually it actually happened, right? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty much impossible. And like, um, and the way they that people say that they move underwater as well. Like, obviously, water resistance is right. way more than air resistance. Yeah. But like, there's like reports of UFOs moving underwater, underwater. just as fast as they do. Um, like in the air so it's like they might even bend time yeah well space time is connected yeah so maybe the way they experience it is that you see them going shloop but to them it's like they're going putt 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 yeah maybe I think there's so much stuff that they're like would be so way advanced like way ahead of us that yeah yeah it's like cool for us (laughs) like like wow (laughs) yeah you know but that's interesting. I mean, like, uh, I'm, I keep going back to it, but... It's like our technology also would look crazy to someone who, you know, in who didn't have, like, electricity. Like, this technology yeah. right now would look like magic. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah, Plus, that's right. You know, yeah. seeing that technology. Like, because, well, and to them, like, a light bulb would be impossible. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Never mind watching yourself back on a footage. You'd be like, what? Yeah. Is that magic? Is it a ghost? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Think about telephones. Like, imagine if, like... Yeah, just everything would be mind-blowing. They'd yeah. be like, what is this stuff? We can't, we don't know how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. Mm. Sorry. Side no, character. no. no. <laughs> There's a huge... Actually, recently, it's been dug up again but there's this um, there's this uh, thing that happened in Melbourne in the 60s 
Mm-hmm. It was like the most craziest sighting that was seen by like um, by an entire suburb. Oh, okay. It was during the kids' recess. Right. All the kids were out playing. Right. All of a sudden, some kids start screaming and they see UFOs. One lands in the oval. Holy crap. And like a couple of kids jump over the fence and these people are still alive. You know, they're still talking wow. about it. That's insane. That gives me goosebumps. Yeah, it was I called. I literally have goosebumps all up my arm. I'll tell you what it's called if you want to look into it yourself. I'll just find it because I was recently having a chat to someone about it. I wonder why they landed in the oval. Did any kids think that they got abducted or no? Well, this is the weird part. There was one girl that was at the site mm-hmm. and she had to be taken to the nurse's office. She was just crying and her best friend went to see her the next day because she didn't turn up at school. Okay. And there was a totally different family at her house. What? And they're like, no, she doesn't live here. That's really weird. Yeah. That gives me more goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally have goosebumps all up my legs and my arms. Just- and that's the thing. Like, it seems very clear. Oh. <laughs> That, that, that there's a, some type of cover-up. I mean, yeah. how can you argue with hundreds of people that see in daylight? Yeah. And this is like not yep. someone that takes a second take and then gets a good couple of seconds. This is people staring at it for like minutes. Yeah. And also there's a school in Africa. Yeah. Like sort of rural-ish Africa. There's a bunch of school children that came out and they saw aliens and the aliens were sort of speaking to their minds Oh, shit. And, um, yeah, there's a whole documentary on YouTube you can see about that. So it's that. like telepathic sort of talking to yeah. them? Yeah, but just just looking at YouTube, it's like, it's like they, African it's like children they UFO sighting. Through, not even through words, they're just like... Yeah. 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 That's probably why I felt like that deja vu, like, I know this, but it's like, I just knew it in my head, you know? So this thing that happened in Melbourne, mm-hmm. and you can look into it, it's called the Westall UFO Incident. Westall. Yeah, it's called Westall 66. Happened in 1966. Okay. So that's all you have to look into. Right, Westall 66. Cool. And it's like an hour of old footage. I mean, all these stories corroborate. And how do you, you know, if, if there's a logical explanation, how can you logically explain that? The only thing I could possibly think of is that it's military, military te- yeah, technology. It's, but, yeah. but I don't think in 66, or well, maybe, I don't know. And like, but where do they get that technology from? <laughs> yeah. And why are they hiding it that much? Like, Yeah. Here's the thing, though. There are heaps of Renaissance and pre-Renaissance, and actually there's artwork from like tens of thousands of years ago. Isn't depicting there some in like Egypt as well? Like, Yeah. Yeah. As well. And depicting grey aliens. Aztec or the Incas yes. or something? Yeah. One of those. Ancient aliens. Actually, yeah. the next person I'm getting in, uh, my friend, uh, I'm not, I think he wants to be <laughs> anonymous. <laughs> yeah, he wants to be anonymous as well. But he's like right into ancient aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they say some of this stuff from religion, like they came from the heavens and all of this. Yeah, like, hmm, where's the heavens? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, and they're different beings and stuff that yeah. look different to what we, you know, know what yeah. animals we know, creatures we know. So it's all mm. could be. Even there's that even like a little story that my mum told me about, you know, Catholic Christian sort of thing where like the star that you know, in the Immaculate Conception where they followed the star. Right. They followed this thing through the like yeah, they threw (laughs) they followed this thing, like this little star floating in the sky. Yeah. You know, very bright star. And then there was an Immaculate Conception all of a sudden and Jesus was born with all these supernatural powers. Yeah. It's like, I was like, oh, 
I didn't think of it ever that way. Yeah. And then I thought about it. I was like, Immaculate Conception, we can do that now with technology. So yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's plausible that that actually happened like that. Yeah. You know, through technology even. I mean, the one thing I can't do, even though I say I'm on the fence, the one thing that is undeniable is that people have exactly the same experiences and they haven't been, these are not UFO people. Mm. These are people who are just like randoms and they yeah. have these very specific experiences that are exactly like someone on the other side of the planet yeah. or in a different continent entirely. Yeah. And that's something that you can't put down to, you know, oh, it's in our genes, you know. A lot of people say that um, the sleep paralysis thing, you know, yeah. when people see a big shadow person or they see an yeah. alien, because if you combine all the faces that you've ever seen, mm-hmm. it comes up with some type of like dark, being. you know, your, your mind sort of combines all these images into a one being, but like right. and it's usually someone who's white, someone who's got like, darkness around their eyes and yeah but then how come people who live in sudan you know see grays <laughs> you know when all the people there are yeah, exposed to uh you know, dark skinned and tall yeah it's a bit weird yeah it's not a face you would you would imagine like i mean you can imagine it but like it's not yeah. something that's in your common space yeah weird. it's pretty terrifying though <laughs> yeah. well i guess like that would be like how people would see like when white people came to australia they'd be like what's these ghosts like <laughs> Because we look different, you know. Kind of. I don't think it would. I don't think they would have been as spooked as if no. they saw an alien. That. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Because I've seen footage of people like going into tribes in the Amazon. There's this documentary about this guy who makes first contact with a tribe right. and doesn't make oh, yeah, a docker. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, they just they're just touching his hairy arms and, and stuff. <laughs> and, you know. Yeah. It's pretty pretty soon they realize that okay, it's, it's another human. Yeah. Just different looking. But these little like, greys, that's this, the yeah, big that's black creepy. eyes. Yeah. Something about it is just so like, it, it hits me at my core yeah. in terms of creepiness. Because it's, it's not like something overtly or outwardly insidious. There's no big teeth and fangs and mm. claws and scales. It's just like a little white man with big black eyes. I think the eyes are what are scary. Yeah. Because they're so big. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because we don't know anything about them, like mm. much about them. Yeah. And also they kind of look humanoid a little bit because of the way that, you yeah. know, head and arms and legs are sort of similar, kind of similar to a human body. Yeah. But they're intelligent. So have you had any other paranormal experiences in your life? Um, yeah, probably, but not as big as that one. That one's probably the most crazy one. The other things have just been on a small scale. Like coincidences. I've seen like a few little orbs and things like that. Um, but I mean, that doesn't, it's not like, it's different. Like, it's yeah. just like balls of little light and you're like, okay, there's a ball of light, but not like inside nothing. your house. Yeah. Not in my house. I've not seen it in my house. I saw it at my workplace before. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's just like, you describe it. I just want to, a ball of light. <laughs> no, like, it's, it's like a situation, ball of light and the it situation. Was near the roof and it was sort of just going across the roof. But yeah, I'd see little balls of light like that every now and again in that in that specific workplace. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I, I think that's interesting. I don't think that's like a, a minor but thing. But it wasn't it's not creepy at all. It's like it's hard to explain the type of light light as well. It's not like a solid thing. It's like mm. airy thing. It's just a little light ball. Yeah. I'm looking it's, at you really strangely right now. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> why. <laughs> Like a ball of light. Because like, that's like really bizarre. 
That's not I'm just not like the only person that's seen that, that really in that building as well. Right. Yeah, two, three people that I work with also saw little balls of light in that yeah. in that workplace. Um, it was like a little factory. But yeah, like because I see, I saw them quite commonly. Like I guess I'm not so bothered by that. That's not as weird to me. Yeah. Okay. But it's like a little, you know, it would be in daytime and I'd be working and I'd just like kind of see a little. It's almost like a little. That's so flash, but it's not a flash. It's like a ball of light just move across the room and then it'll go. But it will be like usually close to the ceiling. Wait, which yeah. job was this? This was um where I used to make. We used to make skincare products. Okay. Yeah. One of your part-time jobs back back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, was there some sort of maybe some chemicals? In there? They were natural. It was natural okay. skincare products. Ah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. You worked once in a like a, a gem shop, didn't you? What was it? Nope. I never worked in a gem. What was shop. the place where you worked with? That's the place. I'm, I'm going to beep that out. What what sort of place was it? It was a skincare place. I thought it was like it, a hippie, no, it was like, like gemstone shop. No, nah, they don't sell gemstones. <laughs> no, it's just natural skincare products. So, okay, yeah. So it was that place. All right. Yeah. So I guess the person that owned it was a bit spiritual as well. I guess that might be why. See things. <laughs> Maybe well, DMT is naturally vibrate. occurring, so <laughs> infused no. DMT. No. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, that's strange. But yeah, like I've only seen it a couple, a couple times. And what was your reaction? Like, oh, I'd be like, oh, that's a ball of light. <laughs> and then I told, no, I told the person I work for, and they're like, yeah, that's always there. She would call them like angels or like beings or something like that. That yeah. are like she thought was, I don't know. She was very spiritual, so she probably thought it was helping her skincare products, yeah. like energetically, sort of thing, like. So she was like cool with that. I'm like, all right. Man, I'm so jealous. I'm so damn jealous of people that see this sort of stuff. Because like the closest thing that I've seen, well, I've had like sleep paralysis, but I've never seen anything. I think the first time I had proper sleep paralysis, I had a voice in my head that was laughing. Uh, that's weird. I've had, I've had lots of vivid dreams that are horrible, especially lately I've had just nothing but nightmares. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing I can think of. I had a really cool dream with that same person. Well, she was in my dream. Okay. And um, I can tell you my dream. Do you want to hear my dream? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the one that you had at the same time as someone else? No, this was a different one, but it was just cool, so I'm going to okay. tell it anyway. Okay. Yeah, do it. Like, I felt it was cool. Do it, do it. Um, so my dream, I was like in this tropical, like, like it was sort of like a tropical jungly place. And I was like with my friend and I'm like, yeah, like this is such a nice, like it was almost felt like we were on holiday in you know, like a tropical like yeah. island or something. Okay. And I was like, it was warm and like there was a lot of green plants around and there was this little bridge and I'm like, oh, there's like this like cool little bridge over water. And I'm going to yeah. like, so we walked across it and uh, then I was like, for some reason I wanted to look at the sky and I looked up at the sky and there was like three suns. So I was like, oh, we're not in Kansas anymore, guys. Wow. We're in some other planet. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That was my, like, cool, like, galactic What was it like? Was it strangely vivid? Yeah, it felt real in my dream. Yeah. Like, it felt like I was really with my friend going on this holiday thing. And I thought it was, like, maybe somewhere like Bali or, I don't know, mm-hmm. Thailand or something. But, you know, jungle. More, yeah. more of a jungly type. Maybe the Amazon or something. I don't know. But didn't, yeah. you, didn't you once have a shared dream with your friend? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I was... remember you saying that last time. Yeah. I had, I've had two weird 
dreams with her. One of them, like, we both said, oh, I had a dream. I think I was, one of us was explaining our dream. And um, it was just something about, like, being in the mirror, like, looking at yourself in the mirror, but it wasn't you in the mirror. It was, like, a different person's face, but it was you. And this girl had brown hair. And we were, like, just weirded out by, it's me, but it's not me. And then... I had that dream that night and she had the fucking same dream <laughs> the same night. That's and we were telling each other about our dreams that we both had of like this girl with brown hair that wasn't us, but it was us. And we look very different from each other too. Yeah. That was one of them, the same dream. And then the other dream I had was like my friend and her boyfriend were at this theme park place and um, they were going on rides and stuff. And she went on this ride and like something bad happened to her on the ride. I can't remember exactly, but she got like attacked by something in, in on the ride. Right. And then the next day like, I told her about my dream and, and she was like, I went to the Royal show <laughs> and she went on a ride with her boyfriend and everything, but I didn't know she'd gone to the Royal show. And she said she had a mark. She showed me a photo of a mark on her arm where like, I thought she got attacked in my dream. She had this mark on her arm. She didn't know how she got it wow. in re- real life. And she, like, sent me a picture of it. And it was like this lash, like someone, it like someone scratched her or something. That's yeah. so strange. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> and it was weird that it, like, was the same kind of thing that happened. But just a, my dream was more of a creepy version of it. Yeah. 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 Anyway, sweet dreams. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? Is that where you like can't move? Yeah, it feels like your eyes are opening. And um, you can see the, you can see what's happening around you, but you can't move. Not really, not like that. Yeah, I don't think I have that as much. Um, there's someone else I really want to speak to, and that's uh, that mutual friend of ours. Oh yes. <coughs> Sorry, I've got coronavirus here. <laughs> she yeah. is like one of the most enthusiastic mystical sort of people i've ever met in my entire life you name it if someone invented it like even last week she'll be like yeah i believe in that yeah yeah but she's got lots of stories like she has ufo stories but the thing is she seems to be extremely in touch with herself like when we first met her because we um we all met at the same time when i first met her i thought she was so full of shit yeah but as time passes (laughs) I think in some ways, you know. I think maybe in some ways you've become more open-minded. <laughs> maybe I've become more open-minded. Yeah. yeah. I guess I was like religious back then, so I was like. You're probably more based in like. I'm still religious, but like not. The real like tangible things of life, I guess. Yeah. 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 Like she would talk about like. She's like, I know, oh, I had, her, a, I had stuff, a. The stuff does seem like that. When yeah. you first meet her, you're like, especially if you're not. If you don't believe those things yourself, you're like, yeah. what the fuck? And she'll just impose it on you. Yeah. Just, <laughs> but like now, with what I know now, I just, I, I'd really love to just hear her out properly. <laughs> it's sort of going, okay, yep, no worries. You, so you spoke to God. All right, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she was nice. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you should interview her. Yeah. But she has had UFO experiences, but her thing is that, um, she's really believes in astral projection. Yeah. And a lot of what people describe, you know, like how there's no physical evidence when you yeah. have these experiences, it aligns with astral projection if that is a real thing. Mm. 
because it's like it's a reality that's kind of stitched yeah, in with this reality. It's, yeah. it's a different part of the spectrum. Yeah. But it still has its own sense of physicality, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Things have slightly different properties on this other plane. I feel like there's maybe more than one plane. Yeah. Like, so that might be why we can see these things sometimes, even in your dreams. Like, that's another reality. Yeah. You know, let's say that, like, your brain has, like, it's only working, like, 10% capacity or something. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not true. Is it not true? It's a, yeah, that's a, that's a myth. Is it a myth? Yeah. Okay. It's one know. of those things. Okay. There's a few common myths that sound really scientific and mm. cool. I think, like, I mean, there's probably heaps really we don't know, know enough about consciousness and subconscious. Oh, yeah. though. A lot of people like to say that they've nailed it, and like you'll see articles of saying, like, possibly, you know, it's this and this and this. Yeah. And then people will adopt that as like scientific gospel. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think we know enough. Definitely not. Like, about everything. <laughs> yeah, t- I mean,. Once we understand what consciousness is, one day if we can scientifically quantify and understand and manipulate and, yeah. and measure it, yeah, then there's a whole new fucking world of reality and physics and, and stuff that, that we have to yeah. understand that goes along with it. It's not like a, ah, it, that's just the thing, you know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to open up a whole huge world that demands a whole new knowledge set. Yeah, uh, That's what I reckon anyway. I think 100%. It'll change the way everyone thinks yeah. about things. Even the physics <laughs> that we can measure, quantum physics, regular physics, and astrophysics. Yeah. Like, they all behave, I mean, yeah. in some ways, totally differently. Like, yeah. the way quantum physics is, like, it's been the last 30 years or whatever that people have started to sort of, you know... Get, getting to groups. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's still, it's kind of like, how can an electron be in two different places at once, yet it still be totally acceptable, yeah. speak, quantumly speaking? Have you done any interviews with any scientists yet? Um, I've spoken to my one friend, Jaden, who, um, yeah, I forgot to press record. So, <laughs> and I was running late, so we, we could only have to crap out a quick 20-minute oh, no. conversation. But he's, he'll be back. I've given him some stuff to look at because he's like a, a skeptic, like a heavy mm. skeptic. He'll always try to be as skeptical as possible. He comes from a scientific background. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he definitely, 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 like, as soon as he hears, even if there's an alien standing in front of him, he'll be like, hmm, could this be some genetic mutation? You know? <laughs> so he really takes that stance as... Yeah, yeah. And I think it's important that there are people like that, because if yeah. the world was full of people like me, they just want to believe. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think we, it's you just, need some things based in what we know is our reality, like, here, yeah, like, as well. Like, you need the yeah. balance. <laughs> Well, we, we need people to test it properly, yeah. to, to say no, and then to bring up points and for those points to be shot down, like, or yeah, or for them to be yeah. keeping us, like, I mean, reality grounded. is, yeah, like, being yeah. grounded in reality is so important. So. Yeah. So I think it's great that they're skeptics. I don't like the attitude they have sometimes. Like, sometimes they're just mocking people who are experiencing things, and it's like, yeah. well, if you've grown up with someone that has, like, for example, mental problems. Yeah. What they experience is real to them. Yeah, exactly. You know? If someone has like paranoid delusions, to them that's actually what's happening. Yeah. That's literally their reality. Yeah. You know, so and, and you can't just yeah. it's, it's easy to discount them, but like they're a human being who deserves to be, you know, helped. Yeah. At the very least. So some of these people just take the attitude of like, no, these people should be just like mocked and stamped out of existence. And that yeah. that doesn't help anything. No. Because no. a lot of these people are the ones that figured out the earth is round and 
Yeah, yeah. You know, that gravity is, uh, you know, at this type of force. and Yeah, exactly. And then... That we're not pe- the center of the universe. Yeah, that's true. You need people to think out of the box sometimes. Yeah, for sure. I, I wish science was a bit more like that. Some science is, but... Yeah, but it's very ideologically mm. driven and controlled. You know, yeah. If you if you look at like uh, even geology, that's yeah. it's a joke because what you're being taught at universities and stuff, it doesn't correspond with what people have actually discovered. And yeah. what they have discovered, it has to p- get past all these gatekeepers that aren't happy with that because all of a sudden their paper that they you know <laughs> got all this prestige over is nullified. Yeah. There's a couple of people out there who've discovered that there was a flood that happened about thirteen thousand years ago, and pre-flood there right. was all this different technology and stuff. You'll never hear about it yeah, because it's not allowed in textbooks because there are people who just don't like the fact that they're going to be told that the last 50 years of their research is isn't, isn't true, yeah. Not true, yeah. The whole Egyptology thing, if you get into that field, that is a fucking minefield. There are so many conflicting beliefs based on physical evidence. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Like once upon a time, Egypt was this hot spot of so much weirdness. Yeah. And technology that we yeah. we just don't even understand. I heard that it was something like under the Sphinx. They did they f- they knew there was things under there, but they can't actually go. Yeah, they're not yeah. allowed to. Like the Egyptian yeah. government and the laws are so restricted and controlled. Yeah, whether it's a cover up or not, or whether they just want to preserve it, is like you know who knows. Mm, yeah, I've, I've heard stories that underneath this, one of the arms of the Sphinx, um. There was a film crew that were going to do a documentary on this this force field that was there. What? And it's like a force field that you can't walk through. Like people, you know, they tried everything. Wow. And uh, and one day, some, something like someone walked through it or some something like that, and they were going to do a doco, but all of a sudden, the Egyptian government just said no. But you know, that's just hearsay. So yeah. Know. Who knows? I think. And also that there's storage rooms and that it's a big battery. I've heard that one as well. You know, like, I've heard that they could have had equipment under there that they used to help, like, build some of the things, but don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'd love to know. I think people are just guessing. I think it's so frustrating. If I had, like, a power to sort of become invisible, I'd definitely go to, like, Area 51 and <laughs> find out what the hell is going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you had that power, you probably don't need to go there. Probably. <laughs> but, um... Look, thanks so much for your time. We're gonna we'll be back for part two and three. Oh God. I'm gonna force you to do it. <laughs> oh <But> God. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go get some lunch. Let's go yes. get some crap. Well thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks again. And um yeah, please like uh you know, share, like, comment and all that, everyone. And thanks so much for listening, everybody, and till next time. <laughs> You've been listening to the Fear of the Unknown podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media with all links in the description.